0: You came expecting number two of the Luke series today, but uh, Pastor Dave's involved, and so no schedule. Not not just yet. I'll call you guys up when I need you, okay? Thanks. I, I told the ushers I was going to need them at some point. They were coming up, but uh, I'll let, it, let you know. Okay. Um, and I know, and I was sitting here studying, and right in the middle of uh, Zechariah's, uh, when Zechariah starts... Um, Speaking, he 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 makes this comment that that he's seen the salvation. He can see God's promises made in the past coming to fruition. And then later, when Jesus is born, they go up into the into the temple, and there's a gentleman there, and he's old. He's very old, and he sees the baby, and he says, "Now." Now, O Lord, you can dismiss your servant because I've seen that the promises you've made in the past have come. And as I started to do this, I started to pray about that that, that, and to think about the trustworthiness of God and and how could I make this the most real to us. And then I ended up in uh, Isaiah 1 where it said, though my sins be as scarlet, they'll be made white as snow. Or, if you like the New Testament better, how about 1 John 1, 9? If, we're, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. But we as Christians often make a mistake, and we think that salvation means forgiveness. And we just, we got forgiven and we're all good. But salvation is far more than just forgiveness. Now, forgiveness is a major part of it. I just want to talk, talk to you a second for that. That's, that forgiveness is about reconciliation. Now you go, who do I need to be reconciled with? Can, can any of you think of anybody that you're not exactly right with at any point right now? Is there anybody that you could have a better relationship with? How about yourself? How are you doing with that self-relationship that you got? Do you treat yourself well? When you look in the mirror, do you say nice things about yourself? There's a need to be reconciled, to have a better relationship with yourself. And the way to do that is to begin to have a better relationship with God, who then helps you get to know who you actually are. And so we need to be reconciled to God first. And then to ourselves, and then when we're reconciled to ourselves, we can begin to have a good relationship with those around us, can't we? We can fix some things that we've done. Or maybe we can just let go of some things that have been done to us and start to have relationships with others. But it's not just about relationships with God and ourselves and others. It's also, wouldn't it be nice to not do damage to the earth? And to have a proper relationship with the earth as well. Salvation is a big concept. But right there at the beginning and the opening of the door is this forgiveness element. And so today I want to talk about that. and I want to give you a chance to do something. And later on I'm going to put this, this out here and you're going to get to throw something in it. Do you know what this is? You know, right? It's a trash can. So we're going to get rid of some trash today. Is that all right? I'm gonna, and I'm going to give you a little word picture or a visual to help you understand how forgiveness is done. Let's, uh, let's just set this here so that we don't forget about it. Remind me if, I, if you think I'm forgetting about it, right? And so I've got this image of the types of problems and the types of things that we need to be forgiven of or forgive others of. And to do that, I need to tell you, I need to remind you, how many have remi- remembered my three definitions of sin? Some of you will have done that, right? The ick I do that gets on myself and others, that's number one. Any of you ever do ick that gets on somebody else? You don't, that's not a raise your hand spot. How many of you have had somebody else do something that kind of got on you? That's the second type of sin in the world, right? The first one was what I did that got on me and somebody else, and the second one was what somebody else did. And then there's the third one, which is the stuff we slog around and it gets inside our shoes and you can't pin it on anybody, right? It makes things not work. So here's the example I want you to start thinking about in your life as you work through some of this stuff, okay? Okay. Here's the first one. As you go along, and some of you are drivers, but most of you have been in cars, and you understand that everywhere you go, there's speed bumps and curves. How many of you can get over a speed bump no problem all by yourself when in a car? Okay. What if you do it wrong? Is there a wrong way to go over a speed bump? What's going to happen to your car? It's going to rip the, the muffler out from under it, right? How about a curb? How many of you ever rub the tires on your car with a curb as you go around a corner? You know, if you do that, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> really, really. And so, and, but you can get over these things, but, but you can't decide in your life ever that you will not ever go over another speed bump again, can you? Unless you just decide to be a hermit and not go out. There's speed bumps in places you didn't expect. And then there's curbs, and you're going to rub them and and get over them, and and there's going to be damage the right? You're at least going to have to polish the sides of your tires. But there's going to be some effect of that. Those are little problems, aren't they? That's a little problem. But there's a bigger problem. There's a medium-sized problem, I would call this. And you're going to say, that doesn't sound like a medium-sized problem. I used to work for Department of Transportation. Do, Do any of you know what a jersey barrier is? That's the big concrete thing that goes in the middle of the two-lane highway, right? That, that when you run, run into it, it, it kind of redirects you back into the, into the same direction traffic so that nobody dies instantly. Do you know that you can get over that with a car, but not without serious damage, right? How many of you in your life have had something happen to you that's kind of like a jersey barrier, right? You understand what I'm saying? You got through it, but there's damage, there's effects. Um, you can't get over those safely without assistance. Just period. I've, have you ever been through I-5 in Seattle and seen a truck try to get over a jersey barrier? It makes a mess. And it makes a mess out of a lot of people's lives for a while. But those are jersey barriers, and they're difficult. And, uh, you know, I can think of some of those things that, in my life, I you know, the things people have said to me that that should have been no problem to dodge. But somehow they stuck and they were barbed and they had like a little poison on them, and they sit there, and later you people will say something and you think, did they mean that? That's still sitting in me. That's kind of a jersey barrier in life, but so are illnesses and Things that have happened to you, maybe there was a car accident and it was somebody else's fault and, and you've had trouble forgiving. It's kind of a jersey barrier in your life, isn't it? Well, that's a medium sized problem, right? It only affects you for 10 years or 12 years. Doesn't sound like a medium sized problem, does it? What about the third type of thing that I'm going to think of? There's embankments. You know what that is. You drive along the road and the rocks go up 40 feet and they did that to protect you from something else. But when you tie yourself into an embankment, you've got a problem. right? Or maybe the embankment goes away from the road. I, I, some, of you, some of you have been between Connell and Colotus. There's an embankment there. There's a rock wall on one side of the road and another one that goes and you don't want to have a problem in there. Because if you have a problem in there, there might not be recovery. We've all got these spots in our life. And, and if I give you a second to think about something, do you know what you would get rid of if you had a choice? You got something in there and it's kind of kind of that dark, icky spot that everything sticks to when somebody does something wrong? Somebody's done something to you. You've done something to somebody else and you never forgave yourself. Or they've done it to you and then somebody else does something sort of similar and you're going, it's happening again. Right? And you forgot to forgive the present of the past. Right? You've got a sore spot and it's a big bruise and everybody touches it. Even when they don't mean it. I'm going to give you a chance to uh, get rid of that. I'm going to give you, it's an itty-bitty piece of paper. It's okay. Yeah, Everybody gets one. Okay. Um, and I'll give you a shorthand. If you want to write that actual thing that you'd like to get rid of, you can go ahead and write that on that piece of paper. And then I want you to wad it up. Okay, they're coming. It's all right. It's not the fastest thing in the world, but it'll happen. It'll give you time to contemplate what you actually want to get rid of. But wad it up and we're going to throw it in this garbage can, and nobody's ever going to read it, okay? Now, if you don't want to write the book, and you know what it is, but it's, a, it's an embankment, you can go ahead and put three asterisks or three triangles on your thing and say, that's my big problem, right? And if it's a Jersey barrier, you think, you know, it's kind of bad, but there's some recovery, and I can see a chance, but I need forgiveness, and I need, I need forgiveness to enter my heart, go ahead and put two triangles, but maybe you've got a habit. It's kind of a kind of a speed bump in your life and it keeps coming up. Oh yeah. So there's a pencil, there should be pencils in the pews in front of you. It's okay. You wad it up. If you're done. And you want to, you can make your way up or, and, and, and just come on up and do this. If you can't come up, you can go ahead and ask somebody to throw it away for you or something like that. But let's put them in this garbage can, and we're going to talk about that for a second. Then we're going to get rid of it. I'm going to use my own shorthand here. Maybe you've got a habit you want to get rid of. It's the, it's the speed bump that keeps getting in your way. I went to a high school where my brother had been the cause of the speed bumps, and he just refused to go over them, but then caused a different problem. You need to be clear on those things. How are we doing? Do we have some people that can't come forward that need the trash can to come to them? Because we can do that. Oh, we have lots. <laughs> There's a couple of white. Oh, David's right behind you. Now this is this is one of those word pictures that uh, or or visuals that has helped me over the years. You know that it, it's just it's coming back. Here you, go, Roger or not. <laughs> There's more. Do you get a handful? <laughs> They're heavy. Thank you. Um got a match in the bottom of the garbage can. Okay, I want to give you some visuals to help you learn how to forgive and what Christ does, that he literally is faithful and just, that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all iniquity. Now, iniquity is is a, boy, that's a $5 word if there ever was one um it pretty much means the stuff we do wrong wouldn't it be nice to be free of one of those big burdens this is a way to do that it's gone you want me to give you another example of how you can do that so that you don't need to you don't need to hold on to it until the next time you see somebody give you a little piece of paper my wife did this taught me this when I was a brand new christian she said that it uh, Possible, actually, to envision taking a box and putting whatever it is inside the box, taping it closed, getting out the wrapping paper and wrapping it up and putting a bow on it, and then handing it to Jesus. And, and when you hand it to him, he takes it. I want you to hear this word. This is exactly... What I wanted to get from you. Hear this word regarding this. I was hoping that's what you'd give up today. Because forgiveness, forgiveness, reconciliation is the door to the beginning of an actual life that we can be living in Christ. I have come that you might have life and live it to the full. That means, you know what we're not doing? creating a whole bunch of problems for each other. We can live in right relationships again. We could be righteous in that way. But when you give a gift to Jesus, just like when you go to a birthday party and you take a gift, you don't go home with that gift, do you? Unless you're kind of (laughs) rude. And I say that, so when you give it to Jesus, you let him have it. And he's going to be at work. Now, sometimes we have the habit of having that gift over and over to Jesus, don't we? Because it's hard for us to get over. You know what that means? That means that's not a speed bump. That's a Jersey barrier or an embankment in our life. You are so valuable that God sent Jesus to make sure that that speed bump, that Jersey barrier, that embankment was not the end of you and that life could happen. And and it was such a big deal that he started promising it thousands of years before he did it so that they would know what it was when it came. He is trustworthy. you join me in prayer? Lord Jesus, I thank you so much. I thank you so much for the chance to be free of that boat anchor. can't even carry a jersey barrier, let alone think about moving it. But you can. And we thank you for the chance to be in right relationships. In your precious name, Lord Jesus, amen.